Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through our examination of the parables of Jesus but we're laying some pretty significant background and context to some of these parables. As we have seen, uh, Jesus was quite often in the midst of confrontation, particularly with the scribes, Pharisees, Sadducees, folks like that, the religionist. Uh, he often had very strong corrective words for them. He often was angry <coughs> with them. You never see him really angry with uh, sinners uh, that are uh, pagans okay, of the world. But boy, the sinners that are religionists, yeah. So we're looking at Matthew 23 and continuing to sit in this context. And he, remember he told the uh, people, hey, the scribes and Pharisees, the things they tell you to do, observe them. But don't do according to their deeds because, you know, they tie these heavy burdens on you and they won't even do this. <clears throat> How they love the place of honor at banquets in the chief seats of the synagogue and the respectful greetings in the marketplace where people call them, oh, rabbi, 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 you know, that kind of thing. They love that. But then Jesus said, don't do that. Don't be called rabbi. Don't be called father. Don't be called leader. Don't don't take on this title of self what do you call it, aggrandizement, okay? This thing to where it's all about your role and your functioning and your title. No, no, no. Why? Verse 11, he told us, but the greatest among you shall be your servant. Then in verse 12, he said, whoever exalts himself shall be humbled, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. Now, remember, he was talking to the people. He's talking to the crowd and to the disciples. And the, the Pharisees are right there. The scribes and Pharisees are there. Verse 13, he speaks directly to them. But woe to you. Now, he says this seven times. There's seven different woes. There's seven different things in this chapter that he addresses among these religionists. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because you shut off the kingdom of heaven from people. For you do not enter in yourself, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Wow. Think about that. Verse 13, he's saying, woe to you, you scribes, you Pharisees. He calls them hypocrites. He'd already called them hypocrites at the very beginning when he told the people, hey, listen to what they say, listen to what they teach, but do not do what they do. Okay? He had already told them that. So now he's just flat out calling them hypocrites. And then he tells them why. Because they shut off the kingdom of heaven from people. Let me tell you, folks, there are people today in these type of religious ruling positions that do exactly the same thing. They shut off the kingdom of heaven from people. They will sit there and tell somebody, oh, you're fine. You're in the right relationship with God. Yeah, everything's okay. As long as you're coming to church, as long as you're giving money to the church, you're fine. As long as you're my buddy, you're fine. No, you're okay. No, they shut off the kingdom of heaven. Sometimes it's forthright. Other times it's a little more subtle. They don't teach or preach the word of God. I've seen that a lot, okay, a lot. It'll look like they're teaching and preaching the word of God. But it, you don't even have to dig under the surface. If you just pay attention, you find out they're not. 
They're just using the word as a pretext for something else. They'll obliquely refer to the Word of God. I've actually seen situations where they don't even want to read the Word of God. Okay? They get somebody else to read it. Now, there's nothing wrong with somebody else reading the Word of God. I think it's really good in worship services where various people read the Word and declare the Word. That's great. That's wonderful. But you can discern the difference. You can see the difference when somebody really doesn't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> I know of one situation to where... Uh, uh, whenever that the Word of God was there and somebody else had read it or if they'd had to read the Word of God before they started preaching, they would close the Bible and literally put it in a drawer of the pulpit, just put it away, or walk over and put it a chair, in a chair far away from them. Now, I know there's grace and there's mercy, and at first I thought, well, they just want more room on the pulpit or the lectern. I totally understand that, you know, for your notes or whatever. Yeah. But no, 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 no. Over a period of time, you begin to realize. And I think it was uh, an unconscious type of thing. I don't think it was a kind of thing of, oh, I've got to get this word as far away from me as I can. But I think that unconsciously they were getting the word as far away from them as they could. I'm serious. I mean, it was hilarious to watch that uh, those sad at the same time. So a lot of times folks in these type of positions will not teach or preach the word of God. And then a lot of times they're just overt about it. They'll just say, oh, well, the Bible contains the Word of God, but it's not really the Word of God. And there's many ways to where you can be in right relationship with the Lord God, and there's many ways to heaven. Uh, let me tell you what it is. There's many ways of perversion of the true gospel. And this is the first thing that Jesus warns them about. He says, you shut off the kingdom of heaven from the people. And the reason is that you haven't even entered into the kingdom of heaven yourself. And those that try to enter in, those that see the truth and want to do some things, you do not allow them to enter in. And Jesus, uh, um, Jesus' time right there in his situation, there were people that were believing what he was saying. And he'd look at me and say, hey, the kingdom of God has come close to you today. There were those who were believing that. And what were the religionists doing? They were resisting. They were fighting. We've already seen how they were trying to set him up, trying to trip him up, trying to entrap him, they'd reached a point where they wanted to do away with him. They wanted to kill him. And eventually they would. It was that intense. So he says, woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites, because you shut off the kingdom of heaven from the people. But you do not enter in yourself, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. There was tremendous pressure um, culturally there for the people who were following Jesus, because if you follow Jesus, you were not, uh, you lost your families. You lost your entire culture. You lost your society. You lost your life. A lot of times you lost your livelihood. <clears throat> but one last thought here. I wasn't going to spend as much time on all these things, but I think it's worth it. Why woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites, that woe is literally an expression of, of uh, denunciation or an expression of grief, okay? It's sort of a denouncing of something, okay? Jesus is saying something to them. Woe to you <laughs> because you do this. In other words, there is something coming your way because of this that's going to bring great woe upon you. You actually see three great woes over in the book of Revelation. Some of y'all will know what that is. 
but he's saying, woe to you because you're acting this way. There is going to be something that comes your way. And if nothing else, it's going to be judgment because of the way that you're treating the people. You don't want to enter into the kingdom and you're not allowing the people themselves to enter in the kingdom. Scribes and Pharisees, the religious rulers, the ones that were supposed to be doing this. Folks, again, this is rampant, rampant today in religious organizations, this exact type of mindset. So what's, what needs to be done? Oh, it's quite simple. Those scribes and Pharisees, those that are in religious positions, those who are religious leadership, they need to make sure they're right before God. They need to make sure that they're saved. Not just the fact, oh, I was baptized as a child. Not just the fact, oh, I've graduated from seminary. <laughs> you know how many unsaved people I knew in seminary? Seriously, you know? No, not just that. What it says in 2 Corinthians, you need to examine yourself to see if you be of the faith. And then start from there and see where the Lord leads us. Again, it's going to be interesting to see these woes. I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.